Andrew, I got a question for you. <laughs> okay. How do I make my live stream sound better? Oh, well, Stuart, that's really easy. So the first thing you need to do is make sure that you're close micing everything really well. Then you need to pipe all of that down a splitter snake, send it to a production room with about a million dollars worth of audio equipment in it, and hire a pro studio engineer. You could also throw tracks in there, right? You could just oh, have yeah. everything tracked out. It doesn't really matter who's on the stage. I mean, right? then you're basically videoing like karaoke. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that. cool. All right. Well, that wraps <laughs> that one up. <laughs> See you later. Look, you're all you're all giggling at us right now, but you would not believe how many churches we talk to, and we we talk to a lot of churches. Mm-hmm who are convinced that they will never have a good sounding live stream until that's the scenario they're in. Do you know how many churches I know that are actually running that rig, by the way? How many? I think I can think of three. Mm. <laughs> like, not a big number. And we're talking about churches that have outrageous production budgets. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. You try to replicate that scenario. And what a lot of churches do is they'll, instead of getting a splitter snake, which is an analog process, and we won't go into that right now, but it's a cleaner way of splitting signals. They'll do a digital split, which Mm -hmm. is fine. Most technology can handle that well. Most mixers today can do it good. And they'll run it to another room. They'll buy a really cheap digital mixer. They'll put a, a volunteer in there who's never mixed a studio album in their life, and they're listening on a really crappy pair of headphones. Sounds about right. Yeah. They think they've replicated this whole beautiful mixing in isolation, creating this. But can you sound check in isolation? <laughs> That's another video. Inside joke. So <sighs> there's a lot of people on the internet telling you today that's the only way you're going to get a good sounding live stream. So how do we do it? <laughs> when we go into a church, what do we do? Well, we usually unplug all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, we usually just, <clears throat> yeah. A lot of times what we're going to do is we're going to optimize your PA. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and it's so funny. I I just love it, guys. We love working with churches. You guys are the best. Love it. And it's funny because people call us with these questions and we'll say, well, the first thing we're going to do is come optimize your PA. And they're like, why? Because everything starts there. Correct. And we've talked in other tech talks about how, like, that means tuning your drum set, uh, making sure your instruments are working correctly, all the right power, DIs, you know, all that stuff. Then we're, uh, you know, doing tuning the PA. That means the mixer's doing its job without overexerting itself or underexerting itself. It's just working the way mm-hmm, it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. So we, f- we clean up all the signal flow. That means whatever we decide to send to your live stream is going to sound good already because we've started with good information, right? But then this whole idea that you have to take all those stems, basically, people want to break them out into multi-track audio, run them to a separate system and mix them again, that's a good technique. We stole that technique from the broadcast world because that's how, like, you go to a football game and that's how it's done. The audio for the football game is going to one system for everyone listening in the arena. It's going to a totally different system for everyone watching on TV. They have to do it that way. And they're really good at it. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody in that van who's mixing for that TV is really good yeah they do it for a living yeah your guy who's mixing for your live stream probably isn't doing it for a living yeah in most cases so we tend to say let's tune your pa get everything good and then most churches can find at least one good sound guy or one person who can be trained to do sound well they have a good heart and they they're learning yeah well if they're getting a really good mix 
in your auditorium, mm-hmm. why should that mix not be sufficient for your live stream? Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people push back to that, and they're like, well, no, they're totally different rooms. Well, are they, though? I mean, if your PA is tuned well and your and room is acoustically treated well, those are big topics. Yep. But, like, let's say that you're in a pretty ideal mixing environment, then you're going to have a pretty good live stream. Now, the one caveat to that is certain instruments, because they're live in the room, will sound different. You know, drums yeah. are probably yep. the biggest yep. one. So what do you do? You create a matrix send. A matrix send is just taking your entire mix that you're listening to in the auditorium and it's just splitting it into another version. And then what you can do is you can feed that matrix send with like an auxiliary, which sounds complex, but every digital mixer does this. Mm-hmm. And all Analog mixers do this. Right. And all that auxiliary is doing is it's just going to push some of those instruments that maybe you need a little more. Yeah. But for the most part, your live stream is just going to be another matrix send of your main house mix. Correct. And it's going to sound really good. And you guys might not think so, but we literally do this all all the time. Yeah. This is how we set up yeah, live streams. We replicate streams. this all the time. And we mix in all those churches. Correct. And we consistently hear people say the live stream sounds really good. Last thing I'll say about this. This is really funny. You were just in a church this last week. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to remember which one I was in. The reason Stuart just stared at me funny is because we're in a church every week. Yeah, we, we have a subscription program, so we right. go all over the place. But what's neat about that one, I got to talk to the worship leader after you were there. But what the bigger point wasn't that Stuart was mixing there. It's that earlier that week, we went to that church and we did a system optimization. We cleaned everything up, yep. bal- bounced their P and everything. Retuned their P. Retuned everything. Amazing, right? He had people calling him that next week going, our live stream sounded so mm. good. Thank you for whatever you did. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I just, awesome. I just heard it on the phone yesterday. Wow. He's like, people were, he didn't even ask people what they thought. Like people were calling him and saying like, the live stream sounded really good this week. Guess what? Everything we did in that optimization, most people would not think was helping the live stream at all. Yeah. Right. They thought we were tuning their auditorium and all that stuff. Yeah. But because we optimized the entire process by the time it got to the live stream, they were getting to enjoy yeah. that too. So it's a little different than some people think, but it's yeah. pretty easy to get a good live stream. Yeah. You just got to make sure everything's set up correctly up to that point. Correct. 